Hello and welcome to Healthy Mind, Healthy Life with your host Avik. This podcast is all about exploring the latest research, sharing personal stories and providing personal tips for improving our mental health and well-being. Each episodes will be joined by experts in the field of mental health as well as individuals who have experienced the transformative power of a healthy mind firsthand. Together we will dive into a range of topics from managing stress and anxiety to building resilience and cultivating happiness. So, join us on this journey to discover new ways to take care of our minds, bodies and souls and let's work together to create a healthier, happier world one episode at a time. So, let's get started. Hello and welcome to Healthy Mind Healthy Life. I'm your host Avik and today we are joined by a beautiful guest. Yes, I'm talking about Helen. Welcome to the show Helen. Hi, thank you so much for having me here and thank you so much for trusting me with your audience. Lovely. That's really lovely. So Helen, like before we start our conversation because today we'll be talking about a great topic which is about uh navigating the life's challenges through the mindful healing and efficient self love so before we do that i would love to mention this to all of our listeners that hale is a starsed uh coach and mentor and the creator of five steps to alignment so her journey involves overcoming 208 rejections yes you heard it correct 208 rejections financial loss and self doubt ultimately becoming a beacon of light in this spiritual community yes so stay tuned as hele shares her wisdom on shedding the limiting beliefs and achieving measurable results in the life so without further ado let's welcome hele again to healthy mind and healthy life <laughs> thank you so much for that for that introduction so hele like uh if you can share a bit about your personal journey and how you discovered the importance of mindful healing and the self love in navigating the life's challenges mhm mhm so you know in being rejected 208 times so a lot of us perceive especially in the spiritual industry a lot of us perceive challenges as maybe it's just not meant for me or maybe creator sources trying to tell me that it's not going to work and actually it's the quite the opposite so when we say that we want something we raise our hand and say creator source i want this and creator says yes absolutely you can have that but the person that you are now is a different person than you are where you see that finish line in your head in your heart and so by going through these challenges it's actually a sign that your manifestation is happening because you are being handcrafted by the divine to be the person that is required on the other side of your goal so when you can reframe or redefine what challenges are and why they're happening to you that gives you the ability to look at it as an in a space of empowerment because actually that is what it is if the challenges are meant to handcraft you to be in your highest and best most divine self and your highest and best most divine timeline 
And I really think it's all connected to purpose because the reasons why we do or do not do something are literally about, it it boils down to two things. It's either our belief in it, our belief that it's possible, our belief in ourselves and what we think we're capable of, and also our why. Do you have a strong why it must come true? Do you have a strong why there is no other reason for it to your success, your dream to show up at your door? You know what I mean? So the way to a part of getting through challenges is obviously the way that you perceive them and the way that you either allow them to build you or be a part of your demise. Again, that's a choice. However, and then also when you look at it, is is it when you're butting up against the fence and having trouble with it and struggling whether you should continue or not, is it a belief that you have and what you're capable of or that it can actually happen for you? Or is it you do you have a strong enough why, compelling reason why it must happen? Exactly. <clears throat> that's that's very, very true. Yeah. So um so if we talk about your program, uh, the five steps to alignment, which focuses mm-hmm. on helping star sets overcome the fears, uh, stagnation, and also the lack of direction. So mm-hmm. how did you develop this program? I mean, uh, what inspired you to create it? Really, my own purpose. My own purpose, right? Um, I know, I am a firm believer that there are people out there who have gifts, skills, and abilities that are meant to be shared to impact the world. And we are here now, especially with the age of Aquarius and all of these all of these solar flares and all of these things that are happening that are a part of this ascension, we no longer can fit into a box of the nine to five. It's just like so incongruent with our souls, it feels wrong. And so now these higher vibrational beings and higher vibrational consciousnesses are choosing their passions because passions are what fuel you in your life. And so the reason why I created this program is because I know that there are multidimensional high vibrational consciousnesses and beings who have a gift to share. They have their own purpose to share and give to the world with their brilliance with their story, their history, and their wisdom. And so I am here to help pull apart all of the things that keep them, keep them restrained so that they can go out there and live their soul's purpose and make this earth and living here and being here a better place. Understood. So in your work, like you connect with the highest sources of light and the consciousness. So Mm -hmm. how does this um, connection enhance the process of healing and the self-love for the individuals? Well, it's everything. Truly, when my clients come to work with me, one of the first things I teach them is how to get a direct line to the divine. And it's not connecting to a light. It's connecting to the light, the light where your consciousness has been birthed, the source of absolutely everything, right? The reason why it's so important to connect to this light is because, number one, you're energetically protected. It goes, it's a little bit deeper than that, but overall, speaking in generalities, you're energetically protected. When you are healing somebody or when you are creating something in this light, you're not using your own light force energy. Um, This is where you amplify your intuition. And it's not coming from 
any other it's not coming through any other filters it's coming from highest truth of creation and then um also when you connect to this it's just automatically healing for so many reasons right you know when you upgrade your frequency so like if you look at the circumstance or situation that you're in now it lives within a bracket of vibration a vibra a bracket of consciousness and so while you are here there's thoughts feelings emotions beliefs habits and patterns that live and exist within this bracket of vibration and as you connect to that highest source of light and consciousness, what I call a direct line to the divine, you are being downloaded effortlessly. Like it, it just happens. It's it, 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 There's no effort required. It just is. And so then as you're connecting to that light, you are healing on all aspects, on all levels. And then you raise up to a higher bracket of vibration and consciousness. Therefore, with all new thoughts, all new beliefs, all new habits, all new patterns because uh, what is going on here is not vibrationally aligned with what's here so by having that direct line to the divine you can see that bigger picture you can follow and listen to your heart in a place of more trust and in a place of more certainty and it that is like for me that is like the epitome of co-creating that is the epitome of recreating your life lovely so, um, I mean, uh, your journey also involves facing the rejections, as you already mentioned, about uh, financial challenges also and the self-doubt. So how did you maintain a balanced mindset and practice efficient self-love during these difficult times? Yes. Yeah, so I think in order to know how to do something right, sometimes we need to do something wrong. <laughs> right? We need to learn how not to do it. So to say that through the whole journey and seeing that financial loss that I was balanced the whole time would be a flat out lie because I wasn't. I was scared. I was petrified. I was paralyzed. I was crying myself to sleep, right? But in that, I it, see pain happens in life, but suffering is a choice, Right. Suffering is a choice. So I feel like I had to be almost stripped of everything to find out that I was everything that I needed in order to have what I wanted. Right. So acceptance is the foundation to all healing. We cannot move forward if we don't accept something for what it is. And we're not justifying either bad behaviors on somebody else's part, or we're justifying maybe our limiting patterns. But in the acceptance of what is, we can move forward, learn from it, and heal. So really what it taught me was that um, I mean, it taught me so many things, but in relation to your question of self-love is that, you know, again, self-love really just boils down to self-acceptance, right? And it does not have to be this big grandiose thing like, like I'm going to go out on a shopping spree or I'm going to go treat myself. Self-love is not the things that you do for yourself. It is the way that you think and feel about yourself. And as a result, you go out there and go on a splurge or you go out there and do whatever it is that makes you happy. But 
like I said, self-love is not the things that you do for yourself. It's the way that you think and feel about yourself. And ultimately, if you just boil down to it at a granular, fundamental level, actually, it's probably not granular. Um, It's just that you honor yourself as you are. And I, and both in the quote unquote flaws and also in the greatness, when you, when you realize that your brain is hardwired, first of all, there's no other version of you. There's no other version of you. You come with your own specific genetic encoding, your own specific life experiences, even relation to your siblings. You had a different experience than them, right? Even though you all came from the same household. So when you can capture the fact that you are, are completely original and completely unique in every way, shape, or form, and that that you are um, that we want to hold space for the fact that we want to grow and evolve because we do have a human need for growth, and I think that when we're not choosing to grow, we become stagnant, and that can fall into the lack of self love, lack of self trust, and all of those things, but. If you can just honor, if you could just honor yourself for who you are and who you are not, because somebody else is already something. So why would you want to be a duplicate or a copy of somebody else when when they can look at you and admire what you have and the way you think and what you provide and your perspective? So just being grateful really also boils down to gratitude, being grateful that you think the way that you do, being grateful that you've overcome everything that you have, uh, being grateful for your resilience and your strength, being grateful that you have the morals and values that you do, having gratitude for your own sense of humor and the way that you perceive life. If we can just have gratitude attitude and self-honor and accept ourselves for everything we are and also everything we are not. And I know easier said than done. It is a practice. Um, And it doesn't happen overnight, but the more that we can cultivate and focus on a feeling rather than a strategy or rather than this external thing, if we could just focus on the feeling then it's like it will eventually show up. And here's the thing I would love to say about whether it's a goal of self-love, whether it's a goal of financial freedom, whether it's a goal of living your purpose, living your dreams. It Literally, I have a firm belief that it is impossible to fail if you never give up. Nobody talks about this. If you never give up, there's times we need to sit back and recalibrate and take inventory and all that, right? But if you never give up, success, self-love, mental health has no choice but to show up at your door. Because you, it's it's a it's a constant practice. It's a constant consistency, and consistency doesn't have to be a bad thing. Consistency itself can be an act of self love. This is the last thing I know that I can go on. So this will be the last thing I say about this, and I'll have I'll let you ask me your next question. But when we choose not to show up for ourselves, because showing up for ourselves is an act of self love. Really, it is following through on your word, making sure that you're taking care of yourself, you know, choosing the apple over the potato chips and things like that. We look at these as small things and they're actually not. Those small things are actually the biggest things. 
because they matter the most. So when you make a decision that you're going to take care of yourself and you choose not to do it, there's a fragmentation that happens within your soul and your soul feels it. So the only way to repair that is just simply by making a different choice. And I know that it might be inconvenient or uncomfortable in the moment, but do you really want to negotiate or bargain with long-term sustaining peace and balance for instant gratification? You know what I mean? Do you really want to have instant gratification rather than long-term success? Like, are you setting yourself up to be amazing and feel amazing in 2025? Yeah. I'm going to leave it there because I have a lot more to say about that, but I would love for you to <laughs> ask me your next question. <laughs> you know, it's, it's really great to listen from you because it, it's it's the reality, I would say, definitely. So, totally. Uh, yeah, yeah. So um, with this, definitely, <laughs> definitely, I want to um, also ask, like, what advice do you have um, uh, for our listeners who may be struggling with the self-doubt uh, or facing the challenges in their own lives? Mm, so number one, this is not mine. I think this comes from Jen Gottlieb, but she has this thing about believing in yourself 51%. So in some way, shape or form, doubt is always going to be there. It's just a matter of whether doubt is you're going to allow doubt to take the driving seat, right? It's an illusion that we won't have self-doubt, especially if we're growing and expanding. Of course, there's going to be a little self-doubt because we've never done it before. So Having self-doubt is normal and it's okay. What's not okay is allowing it to prevent you from living in your highest purpose, right? Um, so she says, if you can just believe in yourself 1% more than you doubt yourself, that is enough. Because a lot of us, if you look at the regurgitated conventional wisdom of personal development, they'll say, well, you've got to believe in yourself. You've got to believe in yourself. Not everybody feels that way. But if you look at it realistically and from a place of, again, reality, if you can just believe in yourself 1% more than you don't, you have everything that you need to move forward. You really do. And in that doubt and moving past that doubt activates courage. And in activating that courage and following through, bam, what does that give you? More self-love because you showed up for yourself. You're like, wow, I did it, right? And then in relation to challenges, it's all about the way that you look at them. You have a choice, Ultimately, you have a choice for it to be your demise and all the reasons why you can't move forward and all the reasons why the universe is working against you, or you can choose to look at it as a gift. Because if you look back on all of the previous challenges that you were forced to overcome or maybe chose to overcome in your life, you're like, I am amazing because I overcame those challenges. When I thought that there was no way through and I was crawling to get through, I'm still here and I made it. And that's exactly what's happening in real time. And one day in the past or one day in the future, you'll look at it as a thing of the past because we think that our problems are forever when in reality they're only temporary and also this is one thing i have always said to myself in relation to manifestation and overcoming challenges 
if you knew that what you wanted was going to arrive in 60 days, in two years, or even let's stretch it out scary and say six or 10 years, right? But you knew it was going to arrive at some point. If you knew that it was going to arrive, would you really? be stressing so hard right now to make it happen? Would you really be stressing so hard right now that it's paralyzing you and your creativity and your flow? Challenges are a gift because they are handcrafting you to be the person that you are raising your hand and asking to be. So don't look at it as a challenge that you're being punished or you're being taken down. Um, I have come to find that our greatest weakness is actually our biggest superpower, right? So if you struggle a lot with self-doubt, whilst that might be your greatest weakness, what if that's the exact thing that you will overcome and then be able to take the hand of people behind you and help them with self-doubt? What if your greatest weakness is actually your biggest superpower, Exactly. And if you look at it that way, how can I optimize this? How can I make this better? How, what is this teaching me? Asking ourselves empowering questions. Then, then you can overcome these challenges. Got it. Understood. So uh, you emphasize the need for uh, the measurable results in the spiritual growth. So if you can share any uh, practical strategies or exercises that individuals can incorporate into their daily lives. Yeah. So... It's so easy to measure if a business is growing because numbers will tell you that. It's so easy to know that you're losing weight because numbers will tell you that. The spiritual community, the healing game, the mindset game is an etheric, non-tangible thing, right? And so that's why sometimes it's hard to measure. So when we can take a look, look at our journals. You know, I don't think journaling is the end all be all, but it does help. If we can take a look at our journals or if we create dream boards, we can take a look and be like, wow, that was one thing that I wanted in my life and now it's here. Um, but really it's being the observer who is observing you. It is being the observer who is observing you. So, can you observe in yourself and recognize and have gratitude that you have a different belief today that was different from yesterday? Can you, and this is a lot where gratitude comes in, because if we're not grateful for the things that we have now and the small micro shifts that we're making, then we'll never feel like we're making progress, which is why most people stop is because they don't think they're making progress. But if you can be the observer that is observing you and have gratitude for those micro shifts in your life and your emotional state of being, then that's how you really start to see, wow, I have measurable results. One of the things that I do with my clients but when they first start working with me day one is they make a facts list. And it's a fact about every facet of their life. So after they are done working with me, they can look at that facts list and be like, wow, that I really did grow. I really did make a change in my life. And we wouldn't know that unless it was written down. Writing it down is key. Lovely. That's really lovely. So um, that that's it for that lovely episode today. Dear listeners, like remember that taking care of your mind and the body is nothing but a journey. So 
and not a destination for sure so uh, celebrate every step uh, you take towards uh, a healthier and happier you so uh, like hello thank you so much for joining uh, us on healthy mind and healthy life and sharing all the insights and all the tips uh, with our listeners it's really going to help i believe with the, to all the listeners and uh, so until next time uh, stay mindful stay happy stay healthy and live your best life so thank you so much thank you